marketing friends, Misty here. Thanks for checking out this very special season of Marketing Sweats. This year marks Samantha's 40th year in business. So to celebrate, we're inviting Samantalites on the podcast to share stories about a project they've worked on that made them proud. We're calling it Point of Pride. In this episode, I'm talking with Jane Olson. She's a newish employee who's already becoming an integral part of the team. She's sharing her story about shifting gears and taking on a new challenge head on. And I have to say, she's killing it. We're so excited that she's part of our team. Have a listen and you'll see why. All right. So I'm so excited to have Jane Olson here with me today. She is now a marketing automation consultant at Symantle, but that's not actually kind of how she came into the organization. And I actually remember interviewing you, Jane. You were working at a smaller agency and I remember meeting you for the first time and thinking, gosh, she's so smart. She has such a wealth of experience. She could fit a lot of different roles at Symantle. Talk about that first experience when you started to put yourself out there, get to know us. And I think we might've even interviewed for more of an account management role to start. Is that right? Yeah, it was in 2020. I was very thankful at that time that I got to interview from home because with my nervous tendencies, I was in the comfort of my own home behind my laptop Absolutely, with a pet in each hand. So (laughs) yeah, I first applied for account planner position and interviewed with the team and was like, wow, I love this energy. It's fantastic. And I hope I can get a job here. Absolutely. But then y'all were like, I don't think this is going to be a good fit for you. You have this mind that might be more suited for strategy. So please keep us in mind in the future. Sure. Which you hear that a lot from companies. So it's like, I took it with a grain of salt. Yeah. And then waited and waited and kept my eyes open. How long did you wait? It was two or three months, I think. Uh, Okay. And I saw an, I think it was associate digital experience strategist position posted. Right. I'm like, all right. That does seem more up my alley, a little bit more problem solving. And I'm like, I got to apply. And I don't know if it was that same night or the next day in my email from Abby Bell, vice president says, Jane, you need to apply for this. Oh, cool. And I replied to her and I said, I beat you to the punch. Oh, that's so (laughs) cool. I never heard that story. That's amazing. So I remember when I met you, you were wearing like a lot of hats at your other shop, right? You had been there a long time. You play in a lot of different roles. And I think that's what made you so interesting to us because it felt like you could do lots of different things. So talk about at that stage of your life, what you were looking for. I know you were looking to grow and sort of have a long-term home. So tell us a little bit about where you were personally. Yeah, from that company, I was there for about 16 years, started when they were only about two years old. They were a newer company at the time. And it gave me the opportunity to learn everything from things in accounting to event planning, everything under the sun in a marketing company. And I got to the point where I was a senior account manager working directly with the clients and enjoyed it. But when you're with a company for so long, things kind of get stagnant. Sure. And I needed a new challenge for myself. So. I took the opportunity to put myself out there and see what I could, awesome. where I could land. Yeah. So what were your first impressions of Symantle? Do you remember when you first came in? Because a lot of people say it can be really overwhelming here. We're very thorough. We ask a lot of questions, somewhat loud. Well, you, <laughs> have, to rem- take? you have to remember I started during quarantine. So I was oh, at home. Yeah. I live in Peoria, but the office was not open and... It was a different experience. I've never worked remote before. Right. So getting used to teams and being on there, speaking with them through the computer was right. definitely a different experience for me. 
you guys have great training materials and listening to those different recordings and videos I was like, wow, am, am I set out for this? This is a lot of information to right. absorb. So it was a little daunting in the beginning, mm-hmm. but like I said, I bring on a challenge. Yes, so. <laughs> you do. You do. So did you actually take on any strategy work or like how soon into the role where we're like, oh, there's this opportunity. Will you switch? So I started December 1st. And as you know, there's a few weeks of onboarding sure. there. And for some reason, thank you so much. You started me in December and I got the, the holiday break, the holiday break, which is awesome. Don't <laughs> so spread I, that too widely. <laughs> yeah. So, so I worked three weeks, mostly onboarding, starting to get my toes sure. wet in Caterpillar. And then I believe it was within the first week of coming back from break that Abby and Rachel had a call with me and said, Hey, we have this opportunity. Would you like to do it? Yeah. And I said, yes. Well, I'll never forget. So for those of you listening who know Abby Bell, our vice president, she's definitely one of our, you know, poster child during here at Samantha for all things marketing automation. And she called and said there was this opportunity with Cisco, which we were kind of scared to let you out of that strategy role because we had seen what you could do. And that was definitely like a hole that we needed filled. But we also could easily see your work ethic. We saw that in the interview process. We knew you were up for the challenge. So we were excited to be able to fulfill that need for a client like Cisco, like what an awesome brand to be able to work for. Right. So what was your initial reaction when you were approached with that opportunity? Like I said, it was on a call and I just kind of sat there and thinking, I got to do it. (laughs) They wouldn't have put this in front of me if they didn't think I could handle it. So I said, yes, I didn't realize it was that new of a client at the time. So once I sat back and digested the answer that I'd given, right. Of course, it was a little daunting, but yeah. it's all right. Well, and how technical were you coming into the role? Because I imagine you felt like you've had to learn a lot. I mean, I knew you're, I had seen some of your deliverables and, you know, I, I could tell you were a logical linear thinker. You knew how to think through workflows and things like that. But I mean, hands-on keys in a system maybe was a little bit outside of what you had done in the past. Well, I'd worked in probably half a dozen different marketing automation systems oh, before. okay, okay. So it wasn't unfamiliar territory to me. Sure. But Eloqua is its own beast. Sure. And it's kind of the Cadillac of the systems, I've been told. It really is. And, okay, we need you to get certified. Right. When you haven't worked in the system. Right. So. What was the certification was, process like? Did you have to go somewhere to get trained or you did it all online? Luckily, we had the study guide, the suite. And I was able to walk through those classes and courses to get myself onboarded in their system and how it worked. And then a lot of flashcards. Did you pass the first time? No. No. <laughs> and that's okay, right? That happens at Samantha. Sometimes it takes lots of times to pass. Yeah. It's one of those tricky tests where it's like very specific in the numbers versus if you use it every day. Right. You may not know those answers to, oh, you can have 25 custom They fields. try to trick you. Exactly. Yeah. So Interesting. Okay. That's how I look at it. So. Right. Well, you know, I'm thankful that you submitted this whole story as your point of pride. So talk a little bit about once you got integrated into the account, you met the client. Obviously, you talk a lot in your story about how much respect you have for her and how she's mm-hmm. treated you like a teammate. So talk about the challenge as you understood it, walking into this space that had no documentation, you know, very sort of like green space for you to create your own way. Yeah. Kim is absolutely fantastic. I couldn't ask for a better person to work with. And unfortunately the contract worker prior 
was gone prior to me getting access to all of their systems. So I didn't have answers to the questions that I didn't know I need to ask. Right. And Kim was very open. Hey, just ask me your questions. But I'm a person where I want to try to figure it out myself. I don't want to be leaning on you all the time and taking your time. But it took me just a couple of weeks before I realized, no, Kim really does not mind if you ask questions. Like she is really game for helping you out and getting you up to speed, which as people know, clients can be very different. And I was so lucky. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. I'm a tinkerer too. I kind of want to get in and try to figure it out. And it can be scary to just continually ask questions. How did you do that? What worked best for you in that process? Did you set meetings or was it just shooting off things as they came up? We have touch bases a few times a week and we still do to make sure that we're all on the same page. We, not only do I work with her, but they, Cisco has their own development team and ops team for the Eloqua platform. So it's just constantly being in communication and knowing where we're at. And it seems to be a pretty smooth machine that we have going on right now. That's awesome. So for those who may not know, talk a little bit about Kim Braithwaite. Is that how you say her last name? Our client? Yes. I just call her Kim. (laughs) It's hard to say (laughs) her last name, but we knew her from a past life. And so that's often how clients come to us is like, we just keep in touch and then they reach out when they need support. But this role as it was crafted was kind of a full-time like right-hand man to her. Is that right? Or woman, I should say. Yeah, totally. She, you know, they couldn't clone her. So they hoped that they could find someone that could compliment her. And I think I've done a pretty good job. And there's at the point where if she could clone me, then she'd be happy with that. But (laughs) we're slowly growing the team and it's been fantastic. Well, what I love about the way this account was structured is that a lot of times clients come to us for project work, but in this case, they said, we just need a resource, right? And that resource need has grown. So it's been kind of fun to watch and huge kudos to you for making that happen, especially in such a short amount of time, like coming into an organization within two years and not only like meeting a very valuable new business need, but then growing the team that says a lot about your work ethic. And you mentioned that in your story that like, that's been a part of you since you were a little kid, your parents, taught you just to like put your head down and get things done? Of course. It was just, it's not that they ever really told me. It was just following them by example. School was okay. That's my job. They never had to tell me that you need to do well in it. I just, that was me. I needed to do well. Yeah. And that continues through work. If you're going to put your name on it, you better be proud. Yeah, of absolutely. So, I know we just finished our Enneagram training as an agency. What number are you? I'm a nine. You're a nine. Okay. So for those people who don't know this Enneagram tool, nines kind of sit in the background and absorb a lot, right? What do you know about your personality type and how has that influenced your work here in the past couple of years? Some people don't think that nines can make decisions, Okay. but I think that's more because like you said, we kind of sit in the background. It takes me a little more time to process the situation and what everybody's discussing. And it's not that I don't care. It's just that I need time to think about it and give me 15 minutes after the meeting. And then I got some thoughts to throw in there. Yeah. So and that probably worked well on this project, right? Because you had to absorb a lot and sort of parse out what you wanted to do with all of it, get it organized. So it was like a really great fit for your personality type. I think so. That's awesome. You talk a lot in the document that you submitted about needing to develop process and documentation. And one of the things that Samantha, while we have great training, like you mentioned, and onboarding, we sort of like tend to throw people in, right? And just say like, figure it out. So was that thrilling to you or was that scary? And when you think back on it now about how far you've come to be able to provide that training to others, like what's fulfilling about that? In general, I like to be able to share my knowledge with others. And I found that in my previous job is 
making notes on it so you don't have to remember everything, that's the way to go. And plus, you don't always have that opportunity to be hands-on with somebody. So to be able to give them that resource to read through, do it on their own and ask questions, I find works fairly well. Yeah. So for me, it was a no-brainer to put those together. And That's awesome came naturally to you. So, and what about these tools? You mentioned, you know, being able to leverage Excel and Jira and SharePoint and OneNotes, like just the suite of a tech stack for any given client seems to be morphing and changing. We've had to be really flexible by client because everybody wants to use different things. Like how did you come into understanding what that would look like on this account? For them, Jira is what they use for the project management system. And that works really well for me to work internally with my team members here at Symantle to be able to divide and conquer tasks and provide notes so we know where we're at on those projects. And when it came to, I work specifically with the forms and standardization with Analiqua for Cisco, and it's never ending changes based on privacy laws and Mm. things along that line that change outside of Cisco. Right. So to make sure that we're able to track those changes over time and know when things happen so we can run certain reporting and everything, that's where the Excel sheet came in. Got it. Well, I love how you talk about this account working well for your work style. You said you don't thrive with micromanaging or unrealistic expectations, which to me, when I read that, I, I wrote down freedom. Like, it seems like this gave you such a path toward like making your own way. Is that true? Is that what you felt? That's a good question. She's thinking for those of you who can't see her. <laughs> You never thought of it that way, did you? No, I didn't. I suppose it is freedom. I, you know, do my best to make my own task list for the day. And depending on what meetings come in, I take those as they come. Right. But not having that client hovering over your shoulder, is this done yet? Is this done yet? Is this done yet? Uh, because yeah. she knows how long things take. She right. understands. And that's fantastic. Well, I hope and, she listens to this and hears you say that. <laughs> Because that's so kind, right? Having a client that gives you that space to like think and process and do the work. Yeah. And we have, you know, our normal touch bases. So she knows that, yes, things are moving forward and we're working on it. And it's a fantastic system. I love it. Well, you also said that she gave you this quote, nobody has ever died because of marketing. And I love that. I think, you know, at Samantha, we say a lot like this isn't life or death people, but here's something that I believe if we can see ourselves and the impact we have, not only on the company that we're working for, but like their customers, right. Then we feel like more valued. Our work is more fulfilling. So what does that look like in the world of Cisco? Like who are you actually helping when you show up every day? I'm helping their marketing team in a sense. I'm an extension of that and getting information out to their customers on what they have to offer Yeah, and making that a smooth customer experience in the long run. Do you think about that? Do you think about like when you're building these tools and templates and governance that you're like, oh, like an actual person on the other side of this is going to pick this up and be able to use my work? I definitely do when it comes to the UAT testing Mm. and going through those forms and how is this experience going to be for them? Right. Where are we redirecting them? Definitely think of that. Talk about that. What is UAT testing and why do you love that part of the process? UAT testing? Honestly, I don't know what it stands for. It just means... (laughs) you're going through the forms and testing as them a user, and, right? Yeah. And yeah. through every experience that they could possibly do. 
not every user is going to fill out the form the same way. So you have to try it based on different countries because our forms, if you're in Canada, you're going to get different questions and if you're in China. So right. you have to run through all the different possibilities. And yeah, if you can break the form, it's kind of cool because then you found a glitch. That's great. But then the dev team is like, why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> do you work really closely with the dev team on this account? I do. I do. And they're a great resource and they've taught me things along the way as well, which yeah. is fantastic. Is that the Cisco dev team or the Samantha dev team? More so our internal dev team. Yeah. They work with the JavaScript files that control those forms. And they've taught me enough that I can look at the code and understand what it's doing. There's no way I could code it, but right. I have an idea of, okay, that's the functionality for yeah. validating the email address or phone number. I love that idea of development. One of your predecessors who I know you're good friends with always talked to me about dev being just the ability for two things to talk to each other, right? Or connect this to that. And it like changed my perspective of the power of having those languages, not just be to build websites, right? But to connect data sources and to execute automated things that are magical that you guys do. So I admire people who can speak tech in that way. And translate it for people like me. So. Yes, <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, you shared so much with me about why this was your point of pride. You've talked about the client. You've talked about Abby's faith in you, which was mm -hmm. kind of cool to hear how you feel about your leadership, that it's been memorable. But I want to dig into why this particular opportunity, and especially at Semanal, checked boxes for you. I love that part of your story. You said that coming to work here has provided a support system of talented, knowledgeable coworkers, which couldn't agree more. I learned so much every day from the people that we work with. There's continually new challenges and continued growth and learning opportunities, which was obviously one of the reasons you came to Samantha. So just say a little bit more about those boxes and how they've been checked, but then also kind of like if they're morphing and changing, are there new boxes now that you're two years in that you want to see added to your list here? So this was the job searching checklist. And I came from a company that had on average about 12 people in the office. And at that point in time, I was the senior member on staff and didn't have many opportunities to learn from other people. It was me teaching them along the way, which I don't mind, but my growth seemed to feel like it was getting stunted. So that's where that comes from. And Cisco has a lot of people with knowledge beyond what I have, which is fantastic to be able to collaborate and brainstorm with. And in addition to that, the fact that there is no like necessarily one way to do something, mm. let's discuss and talk about it. What's the best way get mm. different opinions is fantastic. Right. Then presenting new challenges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely did that. That box was checked. Every day. Checked. Yes. Yeah. Still to adding challenges, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then continued growth. That is one that I think you guys are going to keep pushing me and Absolutely. challenging me. You're sending me to an Amen conference here at the yeah. end of the month. And I'm going with you. I'm excited. Yes. Outside of my comfort zone, but it's going to be good and I'll get to learn and yeah. chit chat with my coworkers Absolutely. outside of work. It'll be fantastic. We're sending Jane to an account management conference, which is interesting because this isn't necessarily an account management role that you're in right now, but you do a lot of account management day to day with the client. Exactly. Yeah. It's a really hybrid role. And the other thing that I think you're going to love about this conference is spending time, like you mentioned, with our current client services team to understand how they think and operate. But also the conference is going to be full of like personal development opportunities, not just professional. How has that influenced your time here at Samantha? I'm curious if you feel that Samantha is a place where you grow personally, not just professionally. 
I don't really have a good way to answer that. I don't necessarily reflect on myself that way. And I'm also one of those where if you ask me, where do you want to be in five years? I don't have an answer for that either. I just live in the moment, live in the moment. And I feel like a broken record, but when you put those challenges in front of me, I don't turn them down because I know that's going to be my opportunity for for bettering myself. Well, I think that's why you are doing so well here because we too, I mean, we try to manage to growth at the agency, but we've never really had like this blue dot vision of who we're becoming because we're so blessed to have new employees and clients coming in all the time, helping us pivot and just, you know, growing in the moment. So I love that you have that philosophy. So I'll ask you just to kind of round out the point of pride. Your point of pride was like your whole first two years, practically. Or was there something very specific that made you decide, you know, I'm going to submit this and tell this story? I started to write about China PIPL, (laughs) which is China's new privacy rules that they put in place. That would have been thrilling. (laughs) At the end of 2021. And as I was writing about it, it was a very big undertaking. Sure. A lot of moving parts. And everything that I kept writing kept pointing back to this story. So I scratched all that out and started over. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. I'm so proud of you for the work you've done. I'm so proud of us for bringing you on board and pushing you down this path. And I am so excited for your future. Let's talk a little bit as we round this out about where you do see yourself going. Now, I know that you've said, I don't have a plan. I'm taking it day by day. But when you think about your next 12 months, certainly you've probably documented some goals with Abby. Like, what does this look like for Jane? What are you excited about next? Well, I get to take the eloquent exam again this year. Okay. So. Is that something you have to do regularly to stay certified? I get to be recertified. Okay. And I'm going to try to learn a little bit more in JavaScript so that when there's small changes here and there. Yeah. I might be able to look at it and fix it myself. Right but not enough to break anything, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I know you're talking about just growing the Cisco account overall in terms of how we continue to support them with people and partners and process. So that's got to be. I mean, that would be fantastic if we could get into other arms within Cisco and help them out with their other eloquent instances. Yeah, that's great. Fantastic. Awesome, awesome. I typically end these interviews with a question more about how the listeners can learn from you. So do you have any tips or secrets of success to share, particularly for maybe somebody new who's coming into Symantle or maybe a client working with Symantle? What have you learned about our culture and the way to sort of be successful here? For me, one of the biggest things to overcome was the imposter syndrome. Sure. Coming from a smaller business to Samantha with over a hundred people was a bit overwhelming. Right. And knowing that everybody had these brilliant minds, do I really belong? Right. And is just to have faith in yourself and look at your past work and know that, yeah, I can run with them. Absolutely. I mean, You'd be surprised how many people give that exact same answer sometimes. And I still have it today, right? Like, what am I doing here? Like, can I do this? You know, but I also think we try to teach people to own their power and their confidence. And it comes with time for sure. I think for my first 12 months working here, I did not know what a track type tractor was or, you know, a dozer. And I just couldn't even speak the language. So that contributes to it too. But once you get your feet under you and you come to work every day, you're like, I got this. I know what I'm doing. Nobody has to tell me my job anymore, right? It seems like you've gotten to that point. Oh, definitely. There's the, let's get my semantle feet underneath me and understand how semantle works. Yeah. And that takes time. Give yourself 
that time frame to question things and ask other people on how the different departments work so you under understand right the semantic absolutely and then once you get that done then let's take on the client. Yeah, you've been working for them, but let's make sure you fully understand them and how they work and get those feet underneath you. And then at that point, you're ready to sprint down the road. And- <laughs> I love that perspective. Like learn how work flows through the agency first. I do a lot of one-on-one interviews with employees when they come on, maybe, you know, in their first two or three weeks. And that's the first thing they say, like, even if I can get my head around what my team does, understanding all the complexities about how the different departments work together or how a project flows through the agency can be really challenging. So I know we're working on that and I appreciate you acknowledging that. But then, like you said, getting to know the complexities of the client. So that's a great roadmap. Thank you for all you're doing. Is there any advice you have for me? This is a hard one. I asked some of my interviewees this. You're sitting here with the owner of the company. Like, what do we need to be doing better? What do you think that employees need to know in terms of like the future state and vision for the organization? I didn't realize there were going to be these like, I know. questions. <laughs> I do this a little bit, Jane, and think I think of things in the moment, but I'd love to hear what, what comes to mind. For me, the work environment here at Symantle, it feels like a complete 180 from where I came from. And the way that the company includes everyone and has opportunities to meet people on your team that you normally don't work with. As I mentioned earlier, for my Cisco team, it's very small here in the office, but you guys have different workshops where we get to meet other people or, okay, it's the day for breakfast yeah. for everybody to celebrate the new employees right. versus just sitting at your desk all day working, yes. being able to socialize. Exactly. Yeah. It's well, fantastic. and I want to give you kudos because you did put yourself out there, you know, moving from that like remote culture by yourself with your pets to now when we have events, like you're engaging with people from all over the company. So thank you for doing that. Keep doing that. I think a lot of you and thank you for being here. I appreciate your point of pride. All right. Well, thanks, Misty. I appreciate it too. Thanks. I'm so proud of Jane and all that she's accomplished in such a short amount of time. It's a great example of the passion and commitment Samantalites have for their work. I have a feeling this is only the beginning of the great things she'll accomplish here. To hear more Samantha Point of Pride stories, go to marketingsweats.com or wherever you get your podcasts and check out the rest of the episodes in our very special season six. You can hear more from Jane about her Point of Pride by visiting the 40-ish anniversary page on samantha.com. That's a wrap for today. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time.